Hello and welcome to Tully Travels Podcast. Hello everyone and hope you're all well, whatever you're doing or wherever you are listening to this. Um, today should have been day 22 on the saddle. But obviously with all the mishaps that happened on day 21, it wasn't possible. So... I have I ended up camping last night along the side of the road in a place called Clifton City along the Cady Trail. You're you're able to camp, but um I was just a bit sketchy about it because you were beside like a main road and whatnot and yeah. Anyway, I wouldn't even call it a city. It literally had maybe five or six houses around it. Um I was in the countryside but maybe it was a city once upon a time. But, uh, well, I woke up at three, three o'clock in the morning, 20 past three. I needed to go to the toilet and I was also freezing cold because I was only sleeping in a pair of shorts and a top. So my, my feet were very cold. So went to the toilet, came back, put on socks, back to sleep. Um, didn't bother setting an alarm. But uh, I woke up at eight o'clock. I could hear the other guy, his name was John, who was camping beside me, uh, an older man, really nice fella. Only had like maybe a two or three minute chat with him. He's retired and he's cycling the Katy Trail. So do you know what, I thought fair play to him, like, you know, he's keeping himself active. But um, I could hear him shuffling around at uh, around eight o'clock. So I rolled over and then I looked at my clock and my phone again and I looked at my phone not my, not my clock my accent it might sound like something different um, I looked at the phone again and it was quarter past nine so I was like jeez I better get up so I got up and was doing it all very slowly I had no coverage on my phone at all it was nothing but like either one bar of coverage or SOS so I was like, oh God, I can't even contact anyone or talk to someone for a bit of crack. So packed up on my gear and then I had no water. I had food, but I had no water. So I seen a house kind of through bushes um, from, from where I was standing and I could hear two people talking and I thought, you know what, I'm going to go over and ask these people, can I get a bit of water off them? Hopefully it'll be all right. So walking over, walking over and I got close and... Uh, there was a man sitting down with his back to me outside his back garden and there was a woman sort of it was like she was putting powder on her plants maybe to keep the bugs away it was maybe some sort of disinfector I don't know but um, I had me three water bottles with me and I started going to I just went excuse me and he turned he goes yeah and then before I could even ask for it he goes yeah water tabs right there mate help yourself they're all brilliant. So I went and I filled up my three bottles and they told me to sit down and we were yapping away. Um, they're semi-retired. They do a bit of farming, these people, and they look after a certain part of this Katy Trail. So the man was telling me, the husband was telling me, uh, one day he cut the trail, cut the grass on it, and didn't someone from the council or the Katy Trail come and say, hey, you're doing a great job, we'll pay you to keep doing it. So he kind of maintains a certain, maybe three, four miles of it. So keeps him busy and 
you know, it's a nice thing. It's right on his doorstep, and people are passing all the time, and they talk to them. So it's it's a nice little thing for them, and they look after the toilet that's there and keep it stocked up with toilet paper. And or they were giving out about their neighbors. Some of their neighbors do come down and rub the toilet paper. You know, Jesus, it's an awful, awful act. Um, I draw the money, put like two or three in at a time, and you know, just check it every day, day and a half. Uh, obviously, well, busy season, you know, you'd have, might have to check it a bit more, even put a sign up. Uh, if toilet paper is needed, please call this number or call to this house. But um, I'm always down then anyway, and well, just before I was leaving, seven cyclists landed. I think it was like one man and six women, or maybe two men and five women, I can't remember. But they were from Arkansas, and they were cycling the Katy Trail. So... Ah, they were in good spirit and seemed happy. They all had uh, e-bikes, electric bikes, so it was it was fairly easy for them. But uh, we got a pic- picture together, and then they wished me luck, and because I told them what happened, and yeah, headed headed off on my journey. So, um, about twenty kilometers ahead, pushing a bike. That's roughly about twelve miles, twelve and a half miles. Um, and it was warm. Bike was heavy. I was like, "Oh God, this is." It's probably it's easy to say it now because it's done. But it, it was very daunting. Like a half marathon to run it is is hard. It's doable, but it's hard. But to walk it with a bike, flat tire, and about fifteen twenty kilo. Well, sorry, I'm exaggerating. Twelve to fifteen kilos on it, and. Jesus, yeah, it kind of went on, I felt, forever. So it took me just over five hours to do it, which I didn't think it was actually too bad. But um, there was a lot of shade in parts, so that helped. But um, I had to stop a lot, got talking to some people, but um, people obviously had seen me pushing the bike and they were coming towards me, and not indeed that they could do anything, but I was kind of... Me, me patience was kind of wearing thin because obviously I was having the same conversation you know telling people what happened the wheel you know and then oh and then they move on I start either say nothing to me please or you know fix it but obviously that was all, it's all me on making because obviously I was just repeating myself but then you get some people that get closer and closer and they go you okay and I wouldn't even answer, and then they just keep going. Like, regardless if I said yes or no, they weren't going to stop. Um, so, but anyways, I got talking to one fella. His name was Greg, older man, uh, long grey beard. He had one of the nicest bikes I've ever seen. It was a gravel bike like mine, but it was Trek, and he had all the bells and whistles on it. Not joking, this bike was probably about three or four grand. It was carbon fiber as well. And um, he said he used to work in a bike shop, so he got a discount on it. And oh man, it did cross my mind to try and whip it off him because it was such a lovely bike. But he was going east and then he was going to turn around and then he was going to come back west. So I met him, and then about two and a half hours later, I met him again. He came from behind me. Uh, along the path 
and he said, geez, you're going well, and he said, here, man, my van is, like, four miles down here. If you want, I can come and pick you up and bring you into Salida and to the bike shop. He said, you know, it's not open today. I was like, what? He said, yeah, it's not open to, today, and I said, oh. right. I said, I'll stay in Salida tonight, and I'll go there tomorrow. He goes, yeah, it's not open tomorrow either. I said, mate, you're joking. He goes, no, it's Tuesday it opens, and there are short, short days, you know, maybe, like, two to six or, you know, 12 to five. I was like, God. <laughs> so what next? So anyway, we were yapping for a few minutes and all right, he, he took off then and wished me well. And I said, don't bother waiting, man. I said, go and enjoy your Sunday. There's no point hanging around for me. So then, uh, just kind of, yeah, trying to dig deep and talking to myself and stuff. And I was running low on water now and everything. So... Got about maybe four kilometers away from Salida, and two motorbikes were on the on the trail. You're not allowed any motorized vehicles unless it's <coughs> someone to carry out maintenance. Two young fellas, two little scramblers, flew by me, ragged dodged everywhere. I thought, like, well, I'm not going to do much. 10, 15 minutes later, back up behind me again, passed me out, big cloud of dust after them, so. It's all right, tell me, just get to sleep and I'm done, I'm done, I'm done. So, got there, and I got to the train station. Brilliant. Had coverage now at this stage. There was a train in two and a half hours. Lovely. Went to book the tickets, and then you have to, it was $27 for the tickets, just to get on the train. And then it's a tenner, to bring on the bike. So I was like, $37, right, fine, fine. You know, whatever. Uh, went to check in the bike. No, no space available. You can only have four bikes at a time on a train. And obviously, it was filled. Devote. <laughs> so that made my mind up. I was like, I have to stay in Salida tonight. So when looking, there's no warm showers host in Salida. So I got a cheap enough motel type of the place but um, I was heading there but uh, there was a pub along the way and I thought I'll with this I'm going in here having a pint so got, the tongue was hanging out so I went in sports bar it was grand found a corner that I could keep an eye on the bike and charge my phone and stuff like that so got a pizza and chicken wings and stayed there for like an hour and a half or something like that but um, they were very understaffed this place I'm not joking it took me 40 minutes to try and pay and leave um, naturally it's not the, the the workers fault but you know when you're you're itching to go and get out of there um, it was going to you know after the day I had as well the patience was running thin but eventually it got done anyway and got out the door and kind of felt sorry for the staff in a way because someone or so some ones mustn't have turned up and um oh, they could have done with another two or three hands I should have offered them a hand if they, well, if they wanted when I think of it now but ah, maybe another day but um, I had to walk then another two kilometres two, two and a half kilometres to the the motel landed there uh, went inside to the office there was no one there, so I rang a bell and 
this young Indian lad came to the reception and he goes, he was like maybe eight or nine. And he goes, yes. And I go, oh yeah. I said, I have a reservation for, for one night. My name is James Tully. And then he looked at me and he went, <coughs> like that. And I thought, oh, now's the time, young fella, not to be making jokes. Because I'm tired, I'm sweaty, I'm a little pissed off, I had too much sun. So I just stared at him. And I thought, what, what am I supposed to do with that, you know? So then he goes, um, do you have a reservation? And I go, yes. And then he pulled a face. And I went, what the... the What's going on here? I said out loud. And then he goes, I'm going to get my mum. And I said, you effing do that. So then he turned to walk away. And then I shouted at him, run! Because I was like ready to blow down with this kid. He was going to just like tip me over the edge. So then anyway, uh, his mother arrived, ponied up with her. Um, you know, I was asking... She was like constantly saying to me, you can't smoke in the room, you can't smoke in the room. And I was like, don't worry, love. I said, I don't smoke. There's nothing to worry about. So I just want to go in, shower and go to bed. Asked them, had they place to do laundry? She said, yes. So I was like, brilliant. So I got change for that. So I got into the room. I've never been as happy to have a cold shower. Jeez, it was like, oh, I don't know what, but do you know, after a long day, sweating, um... You know, just, it's amazing what a bit of what I can do. So, emptied out all my bags, all my clothes, and went and I got a wash on. And, what did I do? Oh yeah, I was just kind of hanging around. Um, a cousin of mine in Phoenix, Arizona, rang me with a great chat. You know, saying you're nearly here, and the minute you land to Arizona, like if you need a lift or you want us to come up to Flagstaff, and we can, you know, you know, be a support vehicle for you or anything like this, we'd love to help and just be involved. And geez, I was nearly tearing up. It was kind of what I needed to hear at the right time, you know, a bit of positivity, and you know, someone, someone maybe saying well done, and geez, we're loving and. Naturally, this is all a threat for me, for me, but by documenting it, I'm trying to make it as well for everyone that's watching and just to hear something like that, it just came at the right time. I was like, oh, brilliant. So, um, yeah, was kind of patching tubes then for the evening and emptying out bags and trying to set up. I was nearly going to attempt to try and put a tube into the tyre See, could I get it somewhat on, but I'm not sure I'll bother. But um, I'll be trying to get booked anyway for Kansas City. I'm going to go there. My host there has offered to collect me at the train station and bring me to a bike shop. And then he said he's going to a gig in the evening and that I'm welcome to come as well. So, Jesus, it could be great. And also... This is another big thing. The lad I stayed with in St. Louis, he's been following me, the page, giving me like advice on parts of the trail for like, you know, um, places to stop and eat or to stay. 
he was watching the stories about the tyre. He knows the fella who owns the bike shop here in Saleda. And he sent him a text saying, could he help me? You know, he went out of his way to try and sort something and him like a hundred miles away. You know, it's it's an amazing thing and Jesus not not that I'll maybe come of it like but just that someone else is going to try for you. You know, it's oh, it's a beautiful thing like, you know, and very so thankful like that people are thinking of me I suppose and you know, trying to help. Help is the big thing, like, it's huge. And people, you know, they're helping without even realising it. Like, people messaging me today, um, or, well, throughout, you know, or giving me a like, a reaction. And sometimes, well, I don't get to reply back to everyone because once I go into the message, I kind of forget about it. But I always try and, you know, give a heart or a, a like back, like, technologist. But, um... Things like that, you know, when you open the phone, you see a message like, oh, fair play to you, man, and, you know, keep it going, and loving the powder, you know, this, that, and the other. It's it's a big thing, you know. Um, I suppose some people need this, some people don't, but you say I definitely do, like, need that maybe a bit of uh, reassurance, maybe, or something, like, but thank you. Anyway, to, this is what I'm trying to say in a roundabout way, you know, for for being a part of this and supporting it and I suppose having the crack. But, um, fucking that, excuse me. Jeez, I've rambled on here now for a good while, but uh, that's all for me. Um, there'll be obviously no cycling tomorrow. Get the bike fixed, so tomorrow is going to be Monday. So it could be Tuesday or Wednesday before I'm back in the saddle. Make my plan for Kansas, get across Kansas as quick as I can. And hopefully no more issues going forward. That's the end of all the, the messing and the breakdowns, hopefully. But um, thanks, as always, for listening, everyone. And we'll talk to you later.